welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Thursday, December 10th, 2020. I am Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell. And this is an exciting episode for us because it's our running backs preview for the week 14 main slate. But we're also going to build a full lineup on FanDuel towards the end of the show that you can use uh, in your contests on the main slate in week 14. It's the first time Shane and I are going to do this. So we encourage you to use the lineup, give us feedback. Uh, and then hopefully we can talk next week about how much we all won with this lineup. It would be a lot of fun. You ready for that, Shane? Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to lock that lineup in because we, <laughs> we agree on a lot of stuff, but we also disagree on certain players. So it's going to be interesting because you're going to be looking at the lineup like, oh, I don't like that guy. And I'm going to be looking at it like, oh, I'm not sure if I like that guy. But then it, <laughs> then the lineup's just going to smash because that's how it's going to go. And then I also have a mystery running back that I'm going to throw out at you and see if you and the viewers can can uh, can guess it. And then maybe they can uh, get in on a little action of the mystery running back this week as well. Wow. Two exciting yeah. features in this podcast today. We got wow. a quiz from Shane yep. and we get uh, a full lineup. So man, this is going to be a lot of fun. Let's get started with our running backs one at a time before we build that lineup. Uh, Derek Henry for me, okay, towards the top of the board. He's expensive. Didn't get it done last week, but we are in December and he's got a great matchup against Jacksonville. Tennessee seven and a half point favorites here with an over under 53 on betus.com.pa, our wonderful partner. And, uh, you know, he didn't quite get it done against Jacksonville in week two. 25 carries, only 84 yards. But, you know, this is December. It's a, it's a different world for Derrick Henry. And after, uh, you know, a week last week where he didn't do too much, didn't get in the end zone, wasn't in the game late because they were behind. Uh, yeah, I think he's in a bounce back spot here. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go to a guy that you usually really like. We're playing the reverse roles this week again. You know, <laughs> I, I play all the guys you love and you play some of the guys I love. Uh, I'm going to look at uh, our guy, James Robinson here. I mean, this guy is pretty amazing. He comes out as an undrafted free agent, comes out of nowhere as one of the top running backs in the league, the most consistent like bell cow back. I mean, the guy's usually typically around like 85% snap share at the running back position. He's just consistently producing, you know, he's just a physical, you know, quick type back, you know, he's not fast, long speed, but he's just solid, fundamentally solid, great vision, great moves and great physicality. And he's been catching the ball now with uh, the big man, uh, I call him fantasy Gumby, the big man Glennon. He can look right over that offensive line and check down to James Robinson all day. So let's fire up James Robinson this week. I like how he's getting involved in the passing game. Now he's going up against Tennessee at home. Tennessee's a pretty good run defense. They're not an easy matchup, but the fact that he's going to get such a heavy workload and he is game script independent. So it doesn't matter if they get down big or if they're up big, he still gets the ball, and he's getting more work in the passing game. So that makes him valuable, even at his price of $8,000 on FanDuel, $7,500 on DK. Expensive, but this guy's getting all the work here. So that's why he's. A, I think he's a good play. So you can fire up James, James Robinson, just depending on if you want to pay that price. He's certainly cheaper than some of these top-tier guys that are in the $10,000 range. Yeah, I wish he was a little bit cheaper, but I like him for all the reasons you mentioned. Certainly a strong play. Next guy I'm looking at, Aaron Jones. And he's going up against Detroit, uh, and I'm sorry to repeat these numbers here, Shane. Did he do okay against them last he time? Did I, all can't right. I can't say remember. Did all right. I have amnesia. <laughs> uh, you know, plug your ears here for a minute. Yeah. But back in week two, he ran it 18 times for 168 yards, two scores. And, oh, by the way, he caught four for 68 and a touchdown. So, uh, you know, we don't need him to do the same thing again to hit value. 
But a uh, great matchup. We've attacked it all season, and I feel confident going back to it that he can return value for us. Yeah, 55 over under. Green Bay, highest implied total on the board, over 31 points. So take the running back from that team is not a bad strategy at all, So especially since he torched us last time. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, so let me go to another guy here. Yeah, let's take a look at a, another uh, another team that I just love. I'm going to go back to the Chicago Bears here. And, uh, you know, I love these nicknames that I always hear on Sirius Radio. You know, it, you, you probably listen to Sirius XM Radio. You always hear, you know, there's mandatory Montgomery, you know, that, that they, they love to call him. So right. now he's mandatory Montgomery because he was Stonewall Montgomery. Uh, okay, so now so, so this week he's, he's back to mandatory Montgomery. Uh, and Montgomery is, uh, he's looking really good here, you know, two weeks in a row, crushed the Lions, crushed the Packers, good matchups. And of course, now he has another great matchup against Houston. So, I mean, in terms of a fantasy schedule, this guy has got like a gold mine of fantasy schedule. And it just so happens that all of a sudden after he came off a little, uh, his injury, he looked explosive. He started getting involved in the passing game more. And we know he's just bell cow. They don't really have anyone else. They were actually giving the ball to, uh, you know, their special teams guy, the, the big guy there. Uh, what's his name? The, uh, you know, what I'm talking about the, uh, the Patterson. Right. Cordell, oh, Cordell Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cordell Patterson. They were giving it to him a little bit last week just as a change of pace when Montgomery needed a quick rest. But my point is Montgomery's the bell cow back. He's still reasonably priced sixty six hundred on FanDuel, sixty five hundred on DK. He's involved in the passing game. Trubisky's been checking down to him. He's involved in the running game heavily. They've been looking better in terms of the run blocking, which they weren't earlier in the year. And he's in a great matchup against Houston again here. The only thing in Montgomery, he's going to be really highly owned. So you're going to be eating the chalk there. But he's looking like all the projections that he's in an absolute smash spot at a reasonable price here. So it's another David Montgomery week this week. All right. Another guy in a great spot is Ezekiel Elliott. And uh, this will get Coach excited here. Again, in the matchup between Coach and Tyler Pitzer, as Dallas goes into Cincinnati and they're three and a half point favorites on the road, uh, Cincinnati's not very good at get, of a, you know, with stopping the run. And Zeke showed signs of life against Baltimore, 18 carries for 77 yards. So, you know, one of the best matchups he's going to see. Dallas at three and nine, if they want to have any prayer of winning that NFC East, they have to win this one. So I think they ride Zeke and he crushes it. We need him to do that eat thing where, you know, he actually gets a lot of yards and yeah. eating all the he's time. He's been losing he's... weight lately. He hasn't been eating yeah. much on the yeah, field. Yeah, he needs he needs to eat a lot more. Yeah, he needs to get that big spoon out and get get after it this week. And, hey, he's in a good spot against Cincinnati, so Elliott could actually eat this week. Uh, here's another familiar guy that uh, I've been talking about all week on and off. Let's take a look and see what's going to happen this week with Christian McCaffrey. He's kind of leaning towards doubtful now. It seems like Christian McCaffrey keeps popping up with different injuries. I think it's what a groin or a quad or what quad injury. He was already coming off what a shoulder injury. The Carolina Panthers are out of the uh, you know playoff race. So why are you going to risk your franchise guy that you paid all that money to in Christian McCaffrey? So that means it's Mike Davis time again. So Mike Davis, you kind of like this big guy coming off the bye week. He's just ready to go in and hit someone, and that's really what he does. He just goes in there and just hits people. Uh, you know, he's he's pretty he's pretty ruthless. But for a big guy, he's got quick feet. I like his ability to you know to to uh, elude tacklers and then and then finish and get into that secondary and, and punish people in the run game. And I like the fact that Denver, the matchup, they're at home against Denver. 
Denver recently, at the beginning of the year, they were good against the run. And then when they lost Jarrell Casey and a couple of their other defensive linemen, they kind of weakened up against the run and weren't playing as good against the run. So it's a little bit better matchup than it used to be. And uh, Mike Davis can get involved in the passing game as well uh, in that Christian McCaffrey-like role. And he's pretty affordable, 6,800 on FanDuel and 6,400 on DK. So this is a week where you're going to have a fresh Mike Davis in a good spot against Denver at home here. And I think that he's looking for a heavy workload and he's going to produce here um, and probably fairly low ownership as well because people were originally thinking about playing Christian McCaffrey this week, but now he's likely going to be out as, as we look at it here on Thursday. So it's another Mike Davis week this week is what I'm looking at. Okay. I'm looking at some Wayne Gallman ownership this week. And am I am I interested in him because he ran for 135 yards against Seattle? No, I'm not. Most of that coming on one long run. The reason I'm interested in him is because he's got a great matchup against Arizona, uh, bottom 10 in terms of rushing yards allowed per game. And he's so consistent. The last four weeks, between 14 and 24 carries each week. And we had the... Alfred Morris vulture situation last week with the touchdown. So I think we go back to Gallman to get in, get him into the end zone and he pays it off for us. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go to another guy that I really like. I've liked him all year and he's finally starting to get a little bit of the workload here. We'll see. And, and you know what? He's so explosive. He doesn't even need the full workload since the coaches don't like to give him the ball. Always. I'm talking about Jonathan Taylor. You know, he should be fresh after last week here. Uh, I like the fact Jonathan Taylor, he's pretty affordable. You know, his price is up to $7,000 on FanDuel, but DraftKings is always, he's always super cheap. When you get him at 5,800 on DraftKings, seems way too cheap for the talent and the offensive line and the scheme they have. So he only got 13 carries last week, but he goes for 91 yards and he gets three catches, three targets, three catches for 44 yards and obviously gets the long touchdown. So he produces at a, at a pretty low ownership at a cheap price. I think this week against the Las Vegas Raiders, they've been getting demolished in the run game. I think it's going to be a heavy dose of Jonathan Taylor. The fact that you only gave him the ball 13 times, I think he's going to be approaching 20 touch, 20 carries and some work in the passing game. Uh, the guy has like 95% catch rate. He catches everything you throw to him. He's only dropped like one pass all, all year. So I think they can get him involved in the passing game, but actually get him that workhorse role in the running game against a, a good matchup against Las Vegas. And that's how you beat them is you just pound the ball at him. I mean, yeah, they're weak in the secondary, but you don't really want Phillip Rivers dropping back too many times and risking throwing those you know, those those weird looking, you know, throws that he throws out there. It looks like a lame duck kind of throw. So if I have this offensive line and this guy, I'm not saving Jonathan Taylor anymore. Let's 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 make a playoff run here and let's feed the guy, you know, um, and I think that's what's going to happen. So I'm all over Jonathan Taylor this week at, uh, at you know, a reasonable price and a great matchup. And in terms of talent in the offensive line in the matchup, this is all lining up pretty good for me. OK. Well, something else that's lining up good from my perspective is my my final pick here for running backs, uh, who might actually be my favorite in terms of value, and that's Miles Gaskin. Only 5,600 on DraftKings. Everybody else around him on Miami is injured in that backfield, so it should be his backfield again alone. Going up against Kansas City, they're 27th on the year in rushing yards allowed. Uh, and Gaskin, one of the best running backs at catching passes, and look at what Carolina did against KC. That's one of those things that, that stood out. They had 15 receptions for their running backs against Kansas City. And, you know, Miami is another team that will look to attack in that way. So I think Gaskin catches a handful of balls, gets a bunch of carries, 
and and has an has an outstanding performance against Kansas City. Yeah, it seems to be game script independent. They give him the ball no matter what because it's potential they can get down against Kansas City. But that that's the great thing is he can just catch a bunch of balls in the comeback mode. So awesome. Uh, how about we go with the mystery player now? Okay. So a mystery player in this case is a guy that's going to be lower owned that people aren't really thinking about, but I think is in a smash spot here and potential for a huge breakout game, uh, which this guy's done it before. Um, but with all these great plays that we've been talking about, no one's talking about this guy. No one's thinking about him as much. And that's why he's kind of a, he's a mystery player in that regard, but he's just a good sneaky play here. A uh, couple things about this guy. He is, I like to look at pro football focuses uh, rushing grade. They grade every player. His rushing grade is 82.3, which is superb, by the way. That's fifth best in the whole league. So he's the fifth best graded running back in the entire league. He's fourth in rushing yards in the entire league, okay, for 820 rushing yards. You can't you can't look it up on your computer now. No okay. Because yeah, okay. you can look these up. Fourth in rushing yards at 820 yards. And look at this yards per carry. This is pretty impressive, 5.1 yards per carry. And it's not like he's only had a couple, you know, carries. He's got 820 yards, right? Sounds like a pretty good running back. Like, I'd like to play that guy. Um, you know, his team is a, is a big favorite this week. Um, they are favored by, you know, six and a half points. Okay, I think you know, I know it. In a pretty good matchup I'm here. Ready. And, yep, okay. And I'm just going to give a couple other stats for you. Tell okay, a couple more okay. points. Yeah, I gave you a pretty easy one there. About, about three and a half weeks ago, this guy rushed for 192 yards and a touchdown. That's pretty solid. And his team also has a 58% run blocking advantage, which is only second to uh, Jonathan Taylor's offensive line that, you know, the uh, Indianapolis Colts, you know, another guy I like here. So, so it sounds like this guy's in a pretty good spot. And it sounds like you, you've guessed the guy. Uh, Cause you already Ronald know Jones. Guy. that it is. That's who he is. Ronald there Jones. It is. So, yeah, I like that. Cause the clues got a little bit easier. Uh, yeah. The 820 yards. I just started thinking about guys who that could be, and he popped into my head. And then the six and a half point spread gave it away. So yeah, that was an easy one there. So his price here is reasonable: 6,300 on Fanduel and 6,100 on DK. People don't really think to play him on DraftKings because he doesn't catch a lot of passes or anything. But this is a guy that could blow up like he did a few weeks ago with that 192-yard uh, rushing. I know he had one big monster long run, you know, was it 80 or 90 yards? But my point is, against Minnesota, uh, I know that Bruce Arians mentioned that he wants to get him the ball more last, last, uh, their last game after the game. So I think this is a game where they feed Ronald Jones against Minnesota, and they should be able to get the lead and really get in. Leonard Fournette hasn't looked at, that good lately. Um, and if you just look at their offensive line against Minnesota's defensive front against the run, they're they're not that great. So I think this is a game where you take advantage of that run blocking advantage and uh, you really pound the ball with Ronald Jones as they get into that playoff mode where they really develop that running game. And that's what teams want to do. You know, you don't want to have Brady throwing 40 to 50 times a game, even with those targets. So um, so I look for Ronald Jones to have a great great game this week and he's super low owned and I like his price as well. So, and he's definitely an under the radar type guy. You don't hear anyone talking about him too much this week. Excellent. All right, Shane, well, let's turn to the lineup building process and make some history here as we build our first lineup together on a podcast here on FanDuel. Okay. We're going to alternate back and forth. You pick a player and you're going to sort of set the direction of this team by doing it. And we'll see if we can adjust and uh, in the old two brains are hopefully better than one scenario. Let's see what we can come up with. Okay. 
I'm going to start there at the quarterback position, and I'm going to go, you know, my favorite matchup that, you know, I love here is I want to go up against the old Jacksonville Jaguars secondary here. And Ryan Tannehill is not too shabby himself here. So I'm going to lock in Ryan Tannehill here at FanDuel at 7,900. I love that price, and I love the matchup. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I love that matchup as well. I think I'm going to let you pick your favorite target for him. And I can work my way around this and and, uh, get in one of my favorite plays here. You know what? I think I'm going to spend up here with my first player because I've got some other guys I like where I can save a little bit of money. And I'm going to DK Metcalf to hopefully have a monstrous game against the Jets. You know, like you said, maybe he'll have it in the first half. Uh, But I I think it's a DK Metcalf week. So we'll get him in here at 8,600. He's going to look like Darren Waller did against the Jets. Exactly. A man man among boys. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to save a little money with our with our uh, stack here. I'm going to go with the guy. I, I work in Kalamazoo, uh, Michigan here, where this gentleman went to school at Western Michigan, and who was a stud there. And I'm talking about Corey Davis. And I think he's way too cheap in this matchup. Um, and this guy's on fire right now, and he's only 6,800. And uh, we're going to need to have a reasonably priced guy because we already got some expensive guys on the team. So I'm locking in Corey Davis uh, to stack up here with Tannehill. Okay. All right. So I got options here. We don't have a running back yet. Why don't I get in my favorite running back? I was just talking about his price on DraftKings. Miles Gaskin, you know, he's 6000 on FanDuel. The, the receptions won't be quite as valuable here, of course, but uh, that you just can't beat the price tag for a guy that uh, bell cow back in a good matchup. So let's get Gaskin in here for 6000 Yeah, I think that's a nice, nice money saver here for us. So um, yeah, let me think of what other position I want to go to. Uh, I'm going to see if I can lock in this cheap defense that I like right now. Uh, and there is a cheap defense that should allow us to spend up elsewhere. And that's going to be the Carolina Panthers. I like how the Carolina Panthers are coming off a bye here against Denver. I think Drew Locke can throw a couple pick sixes maybe here. $3,400. So I'm going to lock them in at our defense, the Carolina Panthers on FanDuel here. Oh, interesting. Wow. So are you setting this up for a Mike Davis, Carolina Panthers combo? Uh, do I, do I want to interfere with that or do I want to no, let you it go? Can go, go wherever you want. I don't, I yeah. don't have to have the, the, the defense running back stack. So you go wherever you, you prefer here. It gets a little well, trickier as we get towards the end of the build here. Yeah. No matter what I do, you can still get, um, you can still get Mike Davis in there at the flex. If I go with a running back, yep. um, well, you did such a good job of saving money there that I think we pay up a little bit here for Zeke and, uh, you know, hope that he gets that spoon out like you were talking about and and eats on the field finally uh, against Cincinnati. So let's get him as a, another running back for 7,600. Okay, he's due then. Awesome. All right. We're going to have to keep an eye on the injury report. They said he was limited. I think he's fine, though. Yeah, I said he was limited in practice. I think it's just precautionary, so he's fine. Okay. Uh, Yeah, let me take a look here because it's going to get a little tricky here towards the end here. And I'm going to see what kind of – I'm kind of looking at the wide receivers here and see what kind of wide receiver we can afford. we got to have one more receiver at some point. I know. I'm just wondering – give me a second here to see. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work. No, I was was going real high here. Um, Yeah, give me one sec here. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to go. Mm, that doesn't look good either. All right. 
You know what? Let's go with something a little different here. Let's go with uh, Chris Godwin. He's you know fairly expensive, but kind of a middle tier price, and uh, that's going to put us a pretty tight you know salary for the tight end in the last flex, but we can do it. So I'm going to go Chris Godwin at 7,400. Kind of an interesting lower own play there, maybe. Okay. Wow. So yeah, this is a lot of possibilities here with one tight end and one flex to go. One yeah. of my favorite spots to to be in. You know, it's really more on DraftKings where sometimes I'll play two tight ends. I don't usually do that on FanDuel. Um, you know, let's see what happens if I put in, ooh, Robbie Anderson 6,500, but you've got the you've got the Carolina defense. That's one option we could do. What if I go with Mike Williams, who really is is much more of a GPP option? I think you're going to have a good amount to spend on the tight end. You'd have sixty two hundred. You might be able to find somebody you like there. If if I give you sixty two hundred for tight end, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, satisfied I, or not? Yeah, I mean that comes down to then Gronk or or Hawkinson, which I probably lean towards Hawkinson because he has less people to compete with targets. You know, or we already have uh, you know we already have Godwin here too. So yeah, there so I would probably. Be- there might not be any more fitting way to complete our first team than you pick one of your Detroit Lions. I know. I think so. I mean, they're going to need Hawkinson to do something here if if he, uh, you know, if they want to compete with Green Bay. They're definitely going to be in comeback mode. And, uh, yeah, first game out, he had four for 62. But he's much more involved than he was earlier in the year, too. So, um, yeah. All right. You want to go with that, then? You're going to go with Mike Williams? Sure. Okay. All right, so we're going to lock in Hawkinson? Yeah, I think so. There it yeah, is. Unless you want to pivot and go somewhere else. Well, I mean, we we can, we you know, we have a little bit of time here. So the um, only other guy you can play is you can play my mystery player instead of Mike Williams. You can get Ronald Jones in there. But we already have Chris Godwin, so it probably doesn't make right. as much sense there. Right. So, um, yeah, I think this is a nice, you know, uh, kind of contrarian uh, play here. because Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely a, a GPP lineup. Oh, you, you're saying Jones could fit instead of Mike Williams, yeah. Yeah, it's just a matter if you want two Tampa Bay guys, though. What is what's James Robinson on FanDuel? Oh, he's up there. Yeah, he's a, he's he's very expensive. Uh, we could get him in here. He's eight thousand dollars, so we'd have to make some. Okay. All right, I can't do it. All right, let's go with it. Let's go with Hawkinson here. All right. Um, good way to to wrap up our first lineup. Um, so give us feedback. You can start with Shane on Twitter since he since he got Hawkinson in there. You can find Shane on Twitter at DET Sports Shane. You can find me at Language Olympic. If you want to talk to Coach about Zeke and, and the Cowboys, you can find him at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. If you want to find out about membership, go to DFS Coach Talk on Twitter, and you'll see, again, the information on our tremendous offer from BetUS Deposit 149 on betus.com.pa. Keep that 149 there and get a free membership with us all the way until April 1st. You'll get our lineups all winter in the NFL and the NBA every slate, PGA every week, MLB when it starts up. Or if you don't want to go through BetUS, then you can just go to our website and pick out whichever membership you want, the week, the month, or the, uh, the winter NBA package. Again, same length of time, same price, all the way until April 1st for $149. we would love to have you. Again, we give out uh, the full uh, different lineups than this one that we just built. 
We're going to give out a cash lineup to our members, a GPP lineup, and we also have you covered on DraftKings with core plays and pivots on the coach's clipboard and uh, a Yahoo lineup that's been crushing it. So if you play over there, we've got you covered. Shane, any final thoughts here on the running backs podcast? No, I think we're we're loving it. We're loving the running backs this week, and I think we have some great we have some great uh, matchups and some great spots here. So loving it. Absolutely. Well, it was it was a lot of fun building the lineup with you, Shane. Great work on all of our podcasts. If you haven't heard the other ones, check out the quarterback show, the wide receiver tight end show. Stay tuned this weekend for our primetime show where we always um, we preview the primetime games. And then, of course, check us out this weekend with our NBA coverage as we're ready for NBA preseason. And again, if with membership, uh, we're going to cover every NBA preseason slate as well with lineups. So jump in with us. We're ready for a big winter. We'd love to have you join the family. All right, Shane. Uh, great work again. Um, thank you to the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team. And I am Andrew Hansen. We'll catch you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.